0: Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Guiana, and each episode I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's 23rd episode called Judging Past Behavior. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So yeah, this topic is <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, just because I think this is one of the topics I've wanted to do for a while. I probably say that every episode. So y'all I either say I've been wanting to do this topic for a long time or I say I love, love, love this topic. So at least it's consistent, right? So um the first thing I'm gonna do is just kind of list um ways that I feel like judgment can happen the different kinds of judgment that we can kind of impose in general as people. And even before I dive into that, to take a step back and just say, this is just my personal experience, just my opinion. Um, so just take it all, you know, with a grain of salt and such. Here we go. So the first thing is we can judge ourselves. We can, ju- uh, others can judge us. Um, we can judge others and we can sometimes even perceive others are judging us when they're actually not, which is another form of self judgment. I'll get into that later, but that's like, basically I'm going to be discussing a little bit deeper on each of those things. Um, so I guess the first thing is like other people's behavior. How it's um, easy, I guess, to judge other people. And I think that patterns are a good thing to notice because they actually come from a reality of factual things that have taken place um, that follow like a repeated trajectory that have ended up, you know, in the, with the same result. Um, but I also think that A lot of times the anxiety or fear that I'll speak for myself that I have felt um, or like the fear of being hurt um, or fear of others causing harm to me or to myself or to others. That potential has made me many times hyper aware and like presumptive that they will actually cause harm versus just the possibility of them causing harm. And I think in doing that, I think I've definitely robbed people, um, of the grace that they need. And also just the opportunity to show up and to grow from whatever mistakes they've made in the past. Like if they're always beholden to past behavior, like how are they ever supposed to, to, to fully move forward? If they're always being reminded of what they used to do now, albeit It's much easier to make a case for this if the person has actually changed their behavior. Um, If the person is still doing the same thing, then obviously they haven't stopped. And I also understand that it's challenging if somebody recently made a change, um, why it would be hard to not hold them to past behavior and judge them based upon how they used to behave or, or habits that they used to have. But I still think it's important to kind of like give people the room to show if they can actually show up and and change. Um, for the case of this podcast, um, I want to also specifically focus on addiction as an example, um, just because it's like one of the most glaring things that people can do where their behavior can be pretty out of the norm. Um, and the consequences of, you know, addiction are pretty immediate. <laughs> There's pretty immediate feedback there. So I just feel like it's such a good example. Um, and it's such an easy thing to judge somebody who seems to be like not handling themselves well, I guess, uh, with drink or drug. Um, and I definitely have been judged like that in the past. So I relate Um, but for example, if someone keeps breaking their sobriety, right. And in the interim, you know, between periods of using, they promise that each time will be their last, like, you know, like I could see why it's, it's hard to believe that because also with sobriety, depending on how severe the person's addiction is, you know, there's a concern that maybe they might not come back from that, you know, like you don't know if they're really like reckless when they use, like, you know, people can overdose and get alcohol poisoning or people get behind the wheel of a car and they drive and sometimes they don't come back. So it's like, you know, the consequences can be pretty severe when you, when it's like something like that, like an addiction to substances that's kind of like running rampant and you want to be able to like support a person and let them be in a, adult and like show up for them and like you want to believe in them and they keep doing this thing. So I understand why it's hard um, not to like judge them. But instead of judging, I think our job really is to hold space and if anything, like to speak out of a place of, of caring instead of reprimanding them. Um, and if absolutely necessary, like, if it gets to that point, like, drawing boundaries, like, I think drawing boundaries is healthy. Um, I think if someone's actions are causing harm, or it's hard for you to watch somebody destroy themselves, I think that it's totally valid to be like, like, I love you. I'm not gonna, like, turn my back on you. But I really can't watch you do this to yourself, because it's hurtful for me. And at the same time, I can't control what you're doing. So I have to let you do what you're gonna do. But I think it's just as valid to just, like, draw that boundary if you need to. And and like I said, this example is just about addiction, but this could apply to anything. Like, if somebody's always breaking their promises to you in general about anything, or if somebody's always showing up late to your appointments, or if somebody's always making you venting to them about something about themselves, or whatever the boundary crossing is, like... I think healthy boundaries are a form of love, a love to yourself. And I think love for whomever you're drawing the boundary with, because if you just let people do whatever, like they're never going to know. And you can't guarantee that somebody else will call them out on whatever the behavior is. Um, And I really struggle with that. Like, I think anybody who knows me and who's heard me say this, like confrontation is a real struggle for me. (laughs) It's easier to just ignore it. Just kind of let it drift on. Bye. But, um, I'm learning more and more how important it is to voice, like, when something is bothering me, um, and again, 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 with a D on the end, again, with care, um, and, and with tact and and respect, um, but definitely with directness. Um, and I mean, I'll say this also, I think it's an interesting dance between knowing when helping people is actual help and when it's actually harm or enabling. Like, I think you can help someone who's going through a hard time. And then I guess if it becomes like a thing where they start to depend on you for it, that's where I think a boundary needs to be drawn because at some point they have to like show up um, as an individual as an adult, and, and handle their stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I'll speak from personal experience with this, like, being an adult is hard. Harder than I thought it was when I was a kid, and I thought being an adult would be cool. Um, (laughs) and now I just want to go back. Um, but yeah, being an adult, being an adult is hard, and so I'm still learning at the very fragile and delicate age of 32. Um, how to receive help from my friends. Like, I don't like when they do things for me. I don't like when they buy my food or offer to help me in any way. And that might sound crazy, but, um, I think when you come from a place of feeling like a burden, you don't want to feel like that with people you care about. And, um, it's just easier to not need them and to turn down any help that is offered. So I'm learning how to receive help from my friends, um, but in the back of my mind, I'm still like, okay, they're helping me, and this is grace, and this is like God showing up in my life. But at some point, though, I can't keep relying on the fact that they'll be there to show up and, and help me. Like at some point, I have to decide to like reclaim the wheel of my own life, and. And yeah, basically make a decision how I'm going to help myself to grow through whatever it is that I'm struggling with. And I also don't want to like take advantage of the kindness of my friends or people who I care about or the kindness of anyone. Um, so I think it's okay to accept help and I think it's okay to help people. I guess think that there needs to be like boundaries as well, because we all need freaking help because being alive is hard. Let's just be honest. Um... So let's see. So far I've covered uh, judging other people um, and kind of holding space for them Um, instead of judging them. I've talked about how it's important to help in a way that's actually help and not harm. And um, now I'm going to talk about my own behavior. Um, In terms of my own behavior, I I really feel... (laughs) Like it's wild how even when I prove to myself that I can let go of a harmful habit or overcome something I've been afraid to overcome that I basically still come to a point when it, whether it's that same exact thing that I've overcome in the past or it's something new where I'm doubtful of my ability to survive the challenge. And I think the, the part that even blows my mind, further is that I'm the one who's experiencing in those moments all of the suffering and anxiety and disbelief that I'm carrying about being fearful about not being able to do this thing, like whatever it is. And when I prove to myself that I can do it only to then doubt myself again later, like it just feels like such a slap in the face to myself. Um but all that to say, <laughs> I still struggle with not Judging myself based on past behavior like oh you were afraid to do it last time Or you got a little nervous last time. It's like yeah, you did it last time. But what about this time? This time is different this time you're Going a different way like I've been talking about this for the last few episodes because it's a recent thing that I've actually overcome Uh, I was really struggling with driving my manual car. I just got a new car in April had a lot of stuff wrong with it so i I just recently started driving it also i was afraid to drive it so that was the other thing that was taking a long time but anyway i've driven it some pretty far distances recently for work for fun and um i've driven it in the rain like i've conquered all types of like fears and it's it's wild like i could i could have driven 40 minutes yesterday but today i have to drive nine minutes to go work out at the gym that I go to and I freak out about that like I didn't just drive a whole ass distance the day before (laughs) it's just it's it's wild to me and to me that speaks to the power of um when you don't believe in yourself it doesn't matter uh how many times you conquer something it's like the fear fucking resets (laughs) Uh, like you never accomplished anything. So that's why I think it's important to also not judge ourselves. I think it's important to also hold ourselves accountable at the same time. Like if, if I know that a certain thing keeps coming up for me um, and I keep repeating behavior that's causing me harm or causing other people harm, um, I want to be the type of person who like doesn't look the other way with that kind of stuff for too long. And just as willing to like do whatever I need to do to tackle it. Um, And even if I have some like the same intermittent struggle over a period of years, which I have, like it took me a really long time to get sober and stay sober, for example. um, I still want to be able to like hold out hope that one day my relationship to that thing, whatever it is, in this case, it was drugs and alcohol will be healthy. Um, In the sense for me, what. It means to have a healthy relationship with drugs and alcohol It means that I don't have a relationship with it at all For some people that might mean something different. It might mean they moderate to some degree But it doesn't mean that for me I'm I'm good with drugs and alcohol because I don't do them. So I don't struggle with them because I don't do them Um, But yeah, so I think I think that that's the grace part for myself like I want to be able to turn away from something. But, like, for example, I've been sober for almost two years. It'll be two years next month. Finally, God! It'll be two years next month. Um, but I have all types of other addictions that have cropped up in its place, or maybe not even in its place that were actually coexisting with my substance abuse. But now, since I'm not drinking or using drugs, like, it's just these other things are there. So I struggle with overeating and I struggle with staying up really late when i know i have to get up the next day and i struggle with like um oh my god there's so many things i struggle with like being on social media and doom scrolling and checking it a million times and um yeah there's a lot of addictions that i have i think (laughs) so anyway i i want to i want to be able to check my addictions and my addictive behavior and the things that are causing me harm and But I also want to, even if I like air quote, like slip up, I want to like have enough grace to be like, well, this is disappointing. Maybe even like severely disheartening or heartbreaking. But I, I want to like not give up on myself and abandon myself because that's a for sure way to never ever get to accomplish whatever the thing is that I'm trying to accomplish is by like basically giving up on myself. So I want to make sure that I'm not doing that. Um, the other thing that I want to say is that people grieve and process and heal and celebrate, um, in different ways, in varied ways. And just because someone else's struggle looks, looks a little or a lot more pronounced than my own doesn't make me better. It doesn't make them worse and vice versa. It just means that we're both trying to make it sometimes grasping on to things that make harsh realities a little less harsh um just to digest and to embrace in general and I think again that grace message is really important um grace paired with some self-reflection and some willingness as well um because oh my god I can't even tell you how many times like i excused my own shitty behavior to be like, well, I'm at least not as bad as this person cue this person, whoever they are. And their struggle just manifests a different way than mine. It doesn't mean that they're worse than me. It doesn't mean that I'm high and mighty because I'm not struggling in the same way. It means that our struggles just have different skin <laughs> and we're both needing to severely and quickly get our shit together. <laughs> um, yeah. And the last thing is um or actually on that note I'll say Well no, I guess this ties into the next one. Um the other one that I mentioned was basically projection. Feeling or believing or knowing for a fact air quote that people are judging me when they definitely weren't. And the issue is projection as I mentioned. Um what's happening is I'm judging me. So of course, in my mind, everyone is or this person or that group is irrefutably judging me um, about something that I'm absolutely judging myself about. Um, And it's not always true that people are judging me. A lot of times it's not true. And even the times that it is true, all I have to remember and all I hope you will remember is they too are humans who struggle. And even if their struggle looks different than yours or mine, they are fooling themselves into thinking that my humanness or your humanness is any worse in yours or my worst moments than their humanness is in their worst moments. Once you remember that, and once I remember that, we can return to our centers and just know that. We have to just accept ourselves forgive ourselves give ourselves grace and put some effort into like resetting the balance of our lives when we get disconnected and start to cause harm through our behavior so yeah that's that's all i have to say about that that's what i have on judging ourselves judging others um Perceiving that we're being judged by others, ad- others actually judging us, um, and I'm I'm interested. Like, what is your experience like? Is it is it something that you relate to? Like, do you do you consider yourself to be somebody who struggles with judging someone, or maybe you don't struggle? Maybe you think it's fine <laughs> to judge people. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I would be interested to know, like, if that's something that you actually struggle with, or if it's something that you're interested in changing, or if hearing this episode made you kind of like reframe judging and judgment in general in your in your mind, um, and or maybe you struggle with judging yourself, and I think really that's the root of it all. We judge ourselves, and so then we judge other people, and we hold other people to the same standards that we hold ourselves to. Um, so yeah like, I'd be interested to know, like, if you struggle with judging yourself, um, or if you have this, like, perceived, like, phantom in your life that you think people are judging you when they're not, um, and even when they are, it's, it's hard for, like, does it become hard for you to, like, shake off the, like, that, those projections that they're putting on you, um, and kind of reclaim your space again and, and be reminded that, like, we're all human and we're all, like, capable of messing up in the same ways and falling prey to the same behavior so nobody's better than anybody else yeah i'm just interested i'm interested uh what your experience is so that's all i have for y'all thank you so much for another episode of destination lavender um as always if you're not following me on social media, please hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and TikTok under Destination Lavender. If you are interested in, um, going to the blog and podcast website now, instead of Destination Lavender, you're going to go to Destination Guiana, which is my first name, Destination You can hit that up. Um, if you're local, you can check out my music schedule and come see me at a show, um, And also, as always, if you want to support the forward movement of this podcast, you can become one of my awesome patrons and pay $5 a month for all types of awesome content at patreon.com slash Guiana. Until two weeks from now, I will talk to y'all soon. Take care.